11 might have been the best answer. Just live your life. Mom, dad, take care of you. Yep. Buy you baseball cards. Get to play Little League baseball. Your bones aren't brittle. You're, you feel you can fall down and pop dad. right back up. It's no big deal. Yeah. Dad, Parker's over. Can you bring some Twix? <laughs> there you go. Butterfinger, three Snickers, and some Doritos. How are you not 400 pounds if you existed on nothing but liquor store food? <laughs> it was healthy. <laughs> They used to make it healthy before. Uh, I don't think that's true. And Gatorade. Yeah, and Gatorade. There's another way to eat sugar. That's the way I would do it too. Is I would I would have Gatorade and I would just think of all the commercials and I'm like, no, this is good for you. This is you need a lot of Gatorade. When did the light go off? Like, oh yeah, I should probably just have a glass of water. Thirty-five. <laughs> no. Actually, yeah, college. Yeah, college is when it started. Oh, my goodness. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Marina Del Rey and Trey. Trey, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Trey? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, Just want to say I'm a big fan of you guys. I'm a huge fan of the station. Thanks, Trey. I've lived in L.A. for about 15 years. I've adopted the Lakers, the Dodgers, the Rams, and the L.A. Kings as my uh, teams. But I'm also a U.K. basketball fan, Kentucky basketball fan. So I naturally love A.D. Hmm. Um, Having said that, Having said that, uh, with the weather lately and with what we've been hearing uh, and seeing from the Lakers, it feels a lot like the Wizard of Oz these days. It's kind of like uh, we're looking at the Tin Man, the Lion, and the Scarecrow. <laughs> Anthony Davis has no heart. Rob Polinka has no spine. And Darvin Ham seems to have no clue. Hmm. I mean, that's what it just feels like. I just, I'm a little lost. And I'd like to click my red shoes together and go back somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had to say. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Trey. Um, Look, there's always going to be criticism of the head coach. There's going to be criticism of the front office. There's going to be criticism of the players. That that's that's life in pro sports. Yep, it's just the way that it goes. Um, The the Anthony, I forget which one of the characters that Anthony Davis was. I, I I don't know, but the Anthony Davis portion of this is the part that is the most frustrating for me you know maybe somebody else is looking at it, the roster construction is the biggest problem or the coaches for me it's not that it's the anthony davis and the the de-evolution of our expectations for him right the the de-evolution from hey we just got the guy that's going to be the best player not only on this team but maybe the best player in the league for the next eight or ten years mm-hmm. that obviously is not going to happen to okay maybe it's not that but he's still going to be really good and he's gonna be a top 10 guy and we can put him with lebron that feels like it's less likely to happen, too. You just don't know if he's going to be in or out of the lineup on any given night, as evidenced by what took place last night and the, the night before and what may take place on, on Friday night. Now we're at that point, like, I don't even know when the guy's going to come to work or not. That it just We just keep getting further and further down the list of acceptable options for him, and I have no faith that we're going to stop the descent. That there's been no evidence that even even that plateau we had Al what in November where he was really really good. Yeah. That that only what was that three weeks four weeks probably close to four weeks. Okay, four four mm-hmm. four weeks is a and then mid December was out for five and a half weeks. It, there you go. So yeah. it's okay. There's a wash. You had four good ones, five bad ones. It's it's. Got a, here we are. Got a tweet here that I got to read. So latest here, Sham Sharani just put this out. Lakers star LeBron James has a right foot tendon injury and will be reevaluated in three weeks. Okay. So let, let's, you want to do the math here? So let's, okay. So if, are mm-hmm. we counting this as the week, as one of the count, three weeks? Uh, I would count today as the start of your three weeks. Okay. So we're here. So we got one, two, three weeks is... March 23rd. Okay. And then they'd have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They'd have nine remaining nine games. games. Left. And again, like the key word and <laughs> all of that reevaluate. Yes. Yeah. 
That that's the key for so, us. So and and just remember, anytime we say anything about reevaluate, I'm going to give this as an example. We just mentioned that actually that AD injury. He was going to be reevaluated in four weeks when he went down against the Denver Nuggets. Um, it took him five and a half weeks to come back. They did reevaluate in four weeks, mm-hmm. and then they knew, okay, we got another week and a half left. So just to play off what you just said, if you're going to get reevaluated in three weeks and there's nine games left, I don't think anybody thinks he's coming back in three weeks, right? I agree with that. Okay, so... Um, even if you just take the remainder of that week left, you're looking at about he'd come back with about seven games left, something along those lines. At the best case scenario, Be- that, yeah, exactly. That's in, the in best that, case that scenario. I, I think yep. obviously the worst case scenario is he doesn't come back at all. Mm-hmm. The if you get him, I, I think the best case scenario. If we're being very both realistic and optimistic simultaneously, week left in the season, m- m- something like that, yeah. right? Uh, maybe a, a handful of games, maybe mm-hmm. a small hit, three or four games left. You're still close enough that those three or four games matter, and then you have him for whatever sort of postseason run you have. I think that's the best case scenario that D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Davis, yep. and and the All rest of the roster yep. keep your head above water long enough that when he does come back, slash if he comes back, he can be the difference to either get you in or get you out of the play in mm-hmm. and into the tournament. That I think that's the best case scenario. That if they fall six games out under yeah. five hundred or yeah. You know, even four or five games out of that tenth spot, yeah. then it doesn't matter if he comes back at all at that point. And, and probably I wouldn't be won't come if back. They shut him down. Yeah, probably won't come back. I'm, I'm gonna read off a quick tweet here because I think something was happening yesterday, and this will kind of apply to some of the stuff you're talking about with Anthony Davis. And oh, by the way, if Braun's pretty much going to be missing the rest of the regular season or a big chunk of it, that's when it kind of continues to fall back on AD, which is why. So many people are critical about what kind of Anthony Davis you're going to see the rest of the way. Not even what kind of – are you on the floor or are you not? And I think that's all that matters. Because when, he, when he's on the floor, he's going to do his job. It's not that he's going to do – the question right. is, will he be on the floor? When he, Will he not? Big E said, what's the discussion today if the Lakers would have lost last night? Is still is Slee still defending this AD decision? So I mean, the reason why I wanted to read that, because the Lakers, if hypothetically – and we don't know the story, but if the if the idea was he's going to miss one of these two back-to-back games, then the question becomes, this is an argument I was making yesterday, is, well, if he's going to miss one of those two games, well, why wouldn't he be playing the OKC game? The chances of beating Memphis at Memphis is a lot less likely. Mm-hmm. Go lock up that one win. If the Lakers were rolling the dice that way and said, well, let's use him against Memphis— See if we can not have 26 turnovers, and it was a five-point game in the fourth quarter. Maybe we could walk away with a win, and they still felt good that we could still maybe walk into Oklahoma City, Shays in health and safety protocols. It didn't backfire on the Lakers yesterday, which the way it could have if AD wasn't there. I think the bigger question is this. They got 19 games left. Put aside how many, how many games the Lakers need to win again the playing tournament. I think the real question just comes down to how many of those games do you think AD will play? Exactly. There's no prediction of it. I'm just saying that if Anthony Davis plays in 12 of those games, you tell me how you get in that playing tournament, Mm -hmm. right? Probably not. Mm -hmm. If Anthony Davis plays in 16 of those games and D'Angelo Russell is there as well. He's more important than AD, quite frankly. There's a more more, uh, likely scenario. 
So I want to go back to the first part about that tweet that you read. That w- imagine what the conversation would be if they didn't win last night. I, I honestly, Biggie, think it's irrelevant. I, it's irrelevant for me. I'm glad they won last night. I thought they would win last night. I mentioned it on the show yesterday that I thought they would win because it was full desperation mode. They, yep. they had to win. Dennis Schroeder was really good. They 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 played well and they won a game that they had to win. So good on them. Mm-hmm. The, that they won the game doesn't make me go, oh, well, they won the game anyway, no big deal, it's cute. It, it's, it's all of what we've been talking about all season, all last season, and particularly got ramped up last night, right? That this was just a, a more acute moment in the Anthony Davis novel. It was just, it was another one of those moments because this, this here's here's a tweet from Animal Fries, well done. We don't have these conversations with any other players. It's an AD thing. I think that's right. That, that Anthony Davis, because of his talent and because of his availability or lack thereof, that's why we spend so much time on him. Mm-hmm. That's why he's so important. That's why he could potentially torpedo this thing by not being available. That's why when they won last night, it was the second story as opposed to they won the game and, oh, yeah, AD missed it. Is his foot okay? It was, what the heck's going on with AD again? Why, why are we constantly having this, is Anthony Davis tough enough? Is he hurt? Is he not hurt? Did he get an off day? Was it? Uh, is he healthy? Is he not? It's, it's this constant, mm-hmm. endless story about his availability. And it's to your point, it's not going to go away. He could go out there on Friday, he could get 50, wouldn't be a surprise. And going into the game after that, it would be, is he going to play next game? You just, we, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it a scheduled off day? Well, no, it's not that. Is he 100% healthy? Yeah. Is his foot bothering him? Yeah. I, I don't know. I just I, I I've thrown up my hands. It's impossible to try to decipher what you're going to get from this person on a night in night out. I, I have a difficult time. You know, these conversations I think are a little bit more difficult for me because I can't judge someone's pain tolerance. I don't know what happened after the Memphis game. I don't. And and frankly, I know there's not enough clarity to know. Right, so there's yeah. not enough that uh, happened yeah. to where we can sit here but and Alice say. But said, "Look, he got hurt, and like mm-hmm. he he didn't think he was fine at the end of the game. He woke up the next morning, his foot bone. That's perfectly fine. That that falls into the category that you you I think are saying, which is I don't know how the man's foot feels. I don't, mm-hmm. and maybe it flared up in the middle of the night. But when there's all of these different stories about this particular player, it's when you go, I don't know, man." And I think almost all Laker fans, like, I, I guess a, a way to kind of turn it on its head might yeah. be, is there anybody that feels good about where we are with this? Is there anybody that's like, yeah, this really isn't a big deal? Does anybody think this is nothing? But I don't I, think but there's many people in that group. The, the problem is, too, is I don't think coming into this year, anyone was saying, like, if, if I'd have told you this, maybe you and I had a conversation in the offseason, I just can't remember. But I don't think there was anybody coming into this season saying, hey, AD is going to play 70 games this year, right? I don't think anybody was saying that. I think if you got 60 to 65 games, it's a good year. Mm-hmm. I think AD, the most games he's ever played in a season is 75. And I want to say he's done that twice. And all the other years, it's... By the way, 75 is a lot in today's NBA. Yeah. 75 but I think that was f- earlier... 75 is fine. I, that was earlier in his career. It's the 40, 42, 41, 36 out of 72. It's those that is uh, is the bigger question. Um, they got... Am I being too dramatic here? And I know, I, I know you want to... I know the Anthony Davis thing is um, not kind of knowing when he's going to be in the lineup, when he's not going to be in the lineup. But the Lakers got arguably the most important weekend they've had in a really long time at crypto. Got Minnesota, they got Golden State. D'Angelo won't go tomorrow, we know that. Um, and 
all these teams that are in front of the Lakers, you can't really you can't pinpoint anything. You can't say, watch out for the Blazers, watch out for the Pelicans, watch out for the Jazz. Every one of these teams are all over the place. I, I, I kind of find myself looking at these final 19 games, still thinking they can make the playing tournament, but AD and D'Angelo have to be there. The question is, is how many of those games will they be there? All right, we'll continue that conversation. More of your phone calls as well. And Plus, did baseball get something exactly right? I think they might have. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So I've kind of been on this rewatch kick. I've been doing a lot of rewatch of a lot of shows I used to love in the past, or I'm getting ready for the new season. So Stranger I, <laughs> I've I'm rewatching Girls right now, which I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. I just love the show Girls, and it's kind of a guilty pleasure. Uh, but I also just rewatched Succession because I'm getting ready for the new season, the final season that coming is coming out this month. And you know, I always am having a rewatch of The Office or all that stuff in there. So. Uh, I thought of an idea because I know last week we did our bear draft. Travis, you weren't here, but I it did was, see it. It was really fun. It was a good time. So, as I someone have... who lives on social media, Al, there's very few things I miss. <laughs> right. That sounds exciting. Like a really exciting life. <laughs> it's just too social. It was. It was during my snow in. I'm like, right. I've putted on this carpet for two hours. I got to find something else to do. I'm going to open up Instagram. <laughs> so I had the idea of maybe we do another snake draft and that we do uh, most rewatchable TV shows of all time. So I think we're going to do that around like 1215. So if anybody has any suggestions on Twitter or phones, definitely call in and t- give us some suggestions. But we're I think we have a pretty good draft coming up. We'll do it. We'll do it. It's a good idea. Um, rewatchable shows. Oh, we we all get roped in. There's certain shows we all get roped into. It's funny when when Momo was in here yesterday, yep. and I, I said to her, I Murder said she wrote, <laughs> she uh, she I I don't watch a lot of TV or at least a lot of like serial TV television. I watch sports and some other stuff, but not a ton. And then I started thinking it's not exactly true because I watch a lot of old stuff, which I think kind of falls into this category that we're talking about. Yeah, here. totally. Yeah, so I got a list. I stole one off of Slee held his notes up a little too high. I'm like, ooh, that's a good one. Can't take stole- that one, bro. <laughs> well, I don't even know which one you're talking that's about. That's what I mean. You I'll, can't take that one. When it comes up, if I get it, I'll tell you, or if you take it, I'll tell you, or okay. if somebody else takes it. I had to cover up my notes because uh, people were coming by and looking at it a little bit too hard. I was like, yeah, no, not I, this time. Don't worry. Girls is not on my list. Yeah, it's not on mine either. <laughs> I'm just going to do it, though. It's not going to happen. I want to read one. This is from from uh, Worthy Splash says, uh, man, all Trav does is bitch and moan about AD. It's not an endless story about AD because he keeps bringing it up, yet he never talks about all the other players that continue to miss time. He's becoming more and more annoying. I will concede or stipulate that I be- can, can become more and more annoying. That, that's fine. I wrote that. <laughs> I, I believe you. If you really think that I'm the reason that AD is a topic, I don't know what to tell you, man. If you think I'm the one driving Anthony Davis doesn't play talk, sure. 
I'll take that. You're also dead wrong. Anthony Davis not playing. It's Why every story Char- around the Lakers right now. It's just this. That's that's the bottom line. Charles Barkley calls him street clothes. Do you think mm-hmm. I called Charles Barkley and told him to do that? I think you did, Travis. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Dude, I, I, look, I would love to have the juice to have me sit in this chair mm-hmm. and make a topic that the entire NBA then seizes upon to drive all NBA well, conversation. Let, let's just let's put it this way. And this is an unfortunate reality, but it's reality. Every season for the last since Anthony Davis has been here, is based on his health. Yes. If he's available, they're a good team. I know last season you just didn't have the mix and everything else, but he still only played in 50% of the game. So if he's playing more games, remember they shut down AD and Braun towards the end of the season. But it comes down to, and this is not, <clears throat> it's not uncommon, if Embiid plays half a season, Philly's done. If Giannis plays half a season... Milwaukee's done. The difference is they're not playing half seasons, which right. is why that conversation comes up. So and and, and fairly or unfairly, just it, truthfully, mm-hmm. when you're on the Lakers, it's different. Kawhi Leonard never plays, but he's on the Clippers. Nobody really cares, right? It's spotlight. It, it's, it's the the Lakers are the team in the NBA. Whether they're good, bad, or anywhere in between, the Lakers they come up are, first. Of course they mm-hmm. do. If you open your phone, Lakers are at the top of the storyline, no matter where you are, right? That you can go in Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. Kawhi Leonard not playing is a story, but it's not the same thing. They've missed, we've talked about this, they've missed roughly the same amount of time, right? Isn't that about, or maybe even Kawhi's missed a little more? I think I've heard John say Kawhi has missed more. Okay. Yeah. But when he does play, mm-hmm. he's pretty and especially now he's been good Kawhi Leonard has been the best player on championship teams continues to potentially be the best but all of these things that Anthony Davis we were hopeful of that haven't yeah. happened yet and well, Darvin Ham said that Anthony Davis is 100% then don't say that like if you're saying not. that then why isn't he playing okay listen listen they shouldn't have said that because what we've just spent the last 48 hours kind of trying to decipher and everything else it does. It's as simple as this. Like, if the conversation is he's not playing in back to backs, done. Conversation's done. Yeah. If it's as simple as, guys, I can have my own determination. We have a training staff. That's why we pay him. And if the training staff says he's not going to go, then he's not going to go. Mm-hmm. This is part of the plan, which he kind of tried saying a little bit yesterday. Um, but those pieces, those puzzle pieces just didn't fit. That communication portion doesn't help some of that storyline. But I think the reason it doesn't help the storyline is because the communication, they're trying to figure out what it is. They, they don't even know exactly, potentially. that If it was just, look, he got hurt against Memphis and it didn't pop up until the next day, we all go, okay. Mm-hmm. It's disappointing, but it's okay. <laughs> but if it's, oh no, he's 100% pain-free. Then why isn't he playing? Mm-hmm. They they actually kind of did him a disservice with that quote at the end that, of the year when you're almost in the important game. Hundred percent. That that quote makes you go, wait, hold on a second. And I, is it? Yeah, are you saying it to be like, no, no, everything's fine? Yeah, but and, it was it was bad mm-hmm. because if it's guys, this was a sketch. If it were a scheduled day off, everybody would roll their eyes and go, Are "You kidding me?" But at least it's a consistent mm-hmm. story. If it were, he's hurt. Okay, yeah, I've heard that before, but he didn't play, but he's healthy. Eh? Oh, okay, I it just it's round and around and around. And if you're just tuning in right now, we had a, a tweet from Shams and Trudell probably in the last 15 minutes ago. Uh, LeBron James been has been evaluated by Lakers team physicians and medical staff. It has be t- been determined that he has sustained a right foot tendon injury 
Laban will be reevaluated in approximately three weeks. We went and did the math. That would put you at March 23rd, mm-hmm. which would leave nine games left. That doesn't mean he's coming back in three weeks. It's, I don't want to. I don't want to make too much of an assumption, but I think if we saw Braun back at some point in the rest of the regular season, it's a win. Then you're saying, okay. That's, and, b- that's, and by the way, if we're being optimistic, mm-hmm. that's a good scenario. I can see that too. Be- because if he does come back at all, it means they're still in it. It means he's still in it, and Braun just had a three, four week break before you go into a playing tournament game. Yeah, yeah. Let's try uh, Martin in OC. Martin, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Martin? Hey, Trev. How you doing, man? First of all, I love you, man. You're a great personality. Been listening to you for a long time. Thank and you. And Al, you're the man. So, um, this thing about, I've never heard this tone in your voice, man. It almost seems like you don't like the guy personally. And I understand with the injuries and stuff, we get frustrated. But really, the frustration, I think, should be on the Laker organization. One of your people brought it up, I think, last hour that our head coach didn't even know our star player, LeBron James, heard a pop in his foot. So obviously there's some type of miscommunication between our training staff, our coaching staff, and then what relates to what goes out to you guys. My thing is we have a leader in LeBron James who he broke that scoring record. He took two days off, decided to come back so he can play in the All-Star game, and then he gets hurt. He got hurt in that All-Star game too, by the way. But then he got hurt where now he's out. And we hear no complaints about this guy. Well, and I get it. He's more consistent than than Anthony Davis. But we need LeBron just as much as we need Anthony Davis. I think both these guys should share in that responsibility. Okay, a couple of things here. Thanks for the call, Martin. Appreciate the nice things you said about me and Al. Um, number one, it's not that I dislike Anthony. I don't know Anthony Davis at all. I don't like him. I don't dislike him. I don't know the guy. I'm deeply frustrated by the inconsistent performances and availability it has nothing to do with whether i like him or not i i don't like him i don't dis i don't know the dude okay mm-hmm. and i don't have a like a a, a a an emotional part of my heart because i've seen all these great moments with ad like i love magic johnson i saw all these things. i love shaquille o'neal right that you 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 develop Cold. an affection for yep. these guys i don't have that for him because he hasn't played enough and it's super frustrating so it's not it, it's frustration as for your lebron comparison i hear what you're saying the reason I think LeBron gets treated very differently than Anthony Davis is because for the better part of 17 or 18 seasons, LeBron was there every damn night and performing at an extraordinary level Can't compare the two. every damn night. The last no couple of years, LeBron's gotten banged up a lot, and it's disappointing. In years 17, 18, and 19. He, he right. created 17 years of this mm-hmm. is what I do, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's banged up right now. And by the way, he's... What is he, 38, Slee? He's 38 years old. 38 years old. 20 NBA, seasons. Three and a half seasons of playoff games. And he's, he's of played more minutes and miles than just about anyone ever, so mm-hmm. that it's starting to break a little bit. Is not Anthony Davis isn't 30. He's 29. Anthony yeah. Davis isn't 30 years old, and we talk about him like he's an old man, and he's not. So that, that that's where whatever tone I'm, I'm putting out there, Martin, I think is a, a result of that. And, and what Emily said earlier was what you were talking about, that when the – TV cameras picked up LeBron saying, I heard something pop. Yep. And when LeBron, uh, Darvin Ham was asked Post-game about it show. afterwards, he's that. like, I had no idea. I said to you, and I said, I'm like, how did that, how does that mm-hmm. communication not go through between LeBron training and, staff. and the training staff yep. and the head coach and everyone mm-hmm. else? Add that with what we saw yesterday where there were mixed messages going through. It just kind of adds to the general sense of 
Is everybody talking to everybody else? It certainly doesn't seem like it. I I, I can't defend that. That it's 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 that those two observations that he had. But I think you're right about the you do not compare Braun and AD. No, do not do that. And by the way, Anthony Davis when he is on the floor and when he's there for 30 straight games, you and I were having this conversation yesterday. He is not your, here is the baton, go take over. And if that was the image that we all had when he got here, he's told us that he's not that player. That's okay. That happens. You just, if you, he's a top 15 player in the NBA, he's not a top five player in the NBA. The biggest issue with Anthony Davis has less to do with, there are times that I could be frustrated about AD on the court, but my frustration with AD on the court is different than, is AD going to play? Oh, for sure. That obviously is where you view, and that's how you look that's at it. That's so. where my level of frustration, not his performance, which is frustrating, but not nearly to the level of availability. No, you'll take that, right? Like, you'll take any performance, I've come to, just be on the floor. I've come to terms with that he's inconsistent. Then fine, whatever. By the way, most guys are. The the Giannis's and KD's and Steph's and LeBron's, they're the exception. Guys being good in one night, bad the next, or mediocre the next, that's kind of NBA, right? Only if there are a couple of handfuls of guys give you that performance night in and night out, and he's not one of them. Factor cap. Coming up next, if you're on hold, stay there. We've got a lot of Laker calls that we want to get to as well. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey guys, I want to give a shout out to Anthony Gata who uh, pointed out exactly why I might have liked to have been at age 22 forever. So, because uh, this is based off of, tra- of Taylor's, uh, if you want to live at one age in, in perpetuity, I said 22, and you know, I think we can all say what why I wanted. Berg, that what moment. age? <laughs> what age? I you know what probably age? 25. Okay. I think 25 was going, but I don't really, I didn't really know who it was, but I was having a lot of fun. Can I? Can I, I was having a. He great was hungover all the time, every other day, all the time. Riley was not born when was you were 25. Born. See, I need my the kids yeah, in see, my life. That's the th- see, that's why I want to go a little bit. Yeah. I think 35 is probably the correct answer. Yeah. I mean, if I want to just have fun and be wild and be drunk all the time, that, 25. Yeah, yeah. If I want to have a good life and have, be with Riley in a time when she's in a perfect good balance. age. Yeah. Good balance. Know who I was. Have a good job. 35. Be responsible. 35. <laughs> real things in your life are 25. Hungover every other day. <laughs> I think you're leaning towards 25. I mean, hungover. I don't I, I don't like the hungover part, no, but I did really pro- enjoy tr- the drinking part. Try a hangover at 50. <laughs> 
I hate them now. So, so I think uh, the last hangover I had was Burning Spear. We're still <laughs> about Spear. 45 minutes away from our, our uh, rewatchable show draft. We have some great suggestions already coming on Twitter. Keep, keep them coming. Can yeah, I give them to Trav because he's freaking stealing well, one. Well, you're going you're gonna to give something away to us? Well, I, don't, well, I would give somebody right, one. Greg, what, what is no, it? No, I don't have to do it. I, I'll hold it. That's fine. Until <laughs> afterwards. When you guys don't yes, take when, it when we and miss, you're all wrong, it you can't fine. I'll yell at him and then say, go ahead. What <laughs> is oh, yeah, it? fine. If you want to. <laughs> I don't know, Greg. All right. uh, this is your game. All right. So um, this is going to be from, actually, you gave me this piece of sound it was from kike hernandez talking uh at before the game today before the spring training game about an incident in their 2020 world series 2020 playoffs i had a tooth infection so i was taking some antibiotics for my infection and one of the side effects was diarrhea and we got a big out in a big situation during the nlds and i screamed and I thought I parted. Uh, I went out to league off the inning. I struck out in three pitches. When I went in the dugout, I went straight to the bathroom, put my pants down, completely sharded. So you're saying you misjudged the part? I know. What I'm saying is I <laughs> my pants during a game in the playoffs. All right, so yeah, that's an unfortunate Must situation. Must be spring training. Yeah. I love Kike Fun Hernandez, time. by yeah, the way. He was the great. best. All right, so this is the worst thing that could happen to you in a high-stress situation. Travis, Patrick Cap. Uh, I'm going to take off high-stress situation. It's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it, it doesn't have to be high-stress. Look, I... <laughs> It happens. <laughs> it just that whether it's medication, you're sick. It just occasionally your physiological mess happens. It just happens, and it's terrible. And you do your very best to get it rectified as quickly as you can. So sure, fact. Hey Berg, I wish Kike gave more details. <laughs> uh, I think he gave happened. enough details. <laughs> just Jeez. real quick, I, I I bet my house that you've seen it. Al, maybe. Have you guys ever heard the story of George Brett at oh, spring yeah. training where he talks about basically that? I have not. It, it's about five minutes of him. He's a coach at this point, and he's mm-hmm. talking to all the young kids, and he's telling the story. He's in Vegas. He had too much to drink, and that happens. It is, uh, And then at the very end, it goes, so who's pitching today? Oh it's just he just like it was it's so, it's incredible you have to own it i mean you it, just have to own those situations it happens that's what Kike's doing. it's no fun it happens it does happen and Kike, so yes it is fact and it's in every situation like <laughs> like trav was saying anytime it happens it is just a bad situation but by definition doesn't this create a high stress situation <laughs> that is the high stress it's not like, it's high not like stress. you're relaxed and like eh, oh well it's yeah. you know yeah. eh, it's all good i mean it's obviously happened it's it's the worst feeling in the world. You got to throw stuff away. And you're like, you know what? This God, you feel so bad about yourself. You're like, I thought I was really? done with this. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not two. I'm not diapers. I'm not two, happening. and I'm not ninety. Would bed <laughs> exactly? Would, yeah. would bed wedding with someone else in the bed with you be worse? Like at an older age? Oh, Cappy has a great story about that. Okay. By the way, okay. If you ever, I don't know if he's coming in today. How or did ask Cappy go? I wasn't here. It, for it that. went well. He was, okay. he was good. Did Solid. he tell that story on yeah. it? Him and his ex. That's how he met his ex-wife. Okay. Not met her, but I, that's like I'm that intrigued. Was, that's that's, that's a good tease, Berg. The whole the whole <laughs> situation with his ex-wife started there. It's such a great story. You got to go back and find it. Listen to the podcast for Sedano and Cap. Al, um, fact. <laughs> 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 However, I will say this. I mean, listen. The high stress thing. I find it interesting because you're right about no. That is the stress. <laughs> 
But add to the element that there isn't a bathroom, let's say, hypothetically, or you're in a situation where it's stuck a public in setting. Traffic. No, no, that, that's, that's the, the great the fear. The stuck in traffic. <laughs> I've heard some comedians talk about- Who hasn't been there? I, you haven't I, been there? I have, I have not been there. Oh. And, well, as you, and as you get closer and closer no, 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 to the, I've, you're I've looking been, for sides of the road that right. you can get to. No, I've yeah. been there. We've all been there, but I haven't done what oh, Kike okay. gotcha, has done. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But that, to me, is- you're in traffic in LA. It's 15 minutes to get to where you need to get to. You can't wait. Nobody's moving. <laughs> <You're stuck. laughs> That's the high stress that you not only have that, but you also don't have an exit. You don't have a way out. There's no op. You're in the that three is lane, the most traffic. high stress. Situation and you're on you television in white pants, like on Gee. national TV, like TK was, I'm sure. So wasn't uh, that Paul Pierce's excuse? Yeah, that yeah. was. Paul oh, yeah. Pierce. I was going to say, yeah. Paul Pierce. <laughs> Fact: There's never a good time for this. Just ask Paul Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, a TikTok was going around, uh, went semi-viral for this. Uh, high uh, high school age uh, child who said to prank his parents by putting peanut butter over everything in their kitchen. So you know how in the office they did, they did that one thing where he like wraps and wrapping paper everything on Dwight's desk. Instead of wrapping paper, it's peanut butter that he just spread everywhere in the kitchen. It's a lot of so, how old of a kid? It was like high school age kid. Okay. So, uh, but this got me thinking. I absolutely hate pranks. So you hate pranks, Berg. <laughs> Factor cap. <laughs> Look at Travis. He loves face. pranks. <laughs> Trav Me loves personally pranks. is f- uh, it's it's whether I hate fr- pranks. You hate pr- pranks is the statement. Uh, Cap, I love pranks. I think that they're a lot of fun. I think if you do it in a nice way, Trav it's loves cool. them too. One of my favorite can't pranks. do them in a nice way. Yo, There's no you nice way to do a prank. You can absolutely you can. See, Emily's no, right. No, no, no. I know how you feel about pranks, and we had a whole thing about being in the back of your car. Yeah, for the it. whole way down, <laughs> try it. and not saying anything the entire right. time. I get a punch. No, in the that high stress situation no. might happen. <laughs> I like I've actually done things to, to roommates before. So like you know how you have the white deodorant. You take out the deodorant. You put cream cheese in there. Oh my god, they love that, I'm sure. It's so fun. What's the it's matter so with you? So what? It's Who does that? I did it. It was amazing. Are you kidding me? My daughter loves pranks. She, it's a waste of good cream cheese. And those people, your friends? <laughs> I'm good. offended. And then they try good. and do things to me. I mean, look, I, I think- You, when you live in fear. No, well, that's fun. Like the long game pranks are even the best ones. So yeah, I think it's cap. Pranks are great when they're done correctly. Al? Um- I'll go cap, but I, I want to put this more towards when I was younger, right? Like you did prank. I'm not doing Live pranks today, but back in the day, I'll use a, a prank that Cousin Slee did on me when we were both like 10, 11 years old, something like that. I don't know why he thought this was funny, but it was kind of funny. I was sleeping and I woke up in the middle of the night and I'm tasting my mouth. I'm like, what the hell is that? There's cheese in my mouth. He put a, okay, a piece of better cheese, things than I thought. A piece of cheese in my mouth, and it just kind of slowly melted because it was in my mouth. And he thought it was the funniest thing he's ever done at age like 10, 11, whatever we were. And to this laughed. day, I still remember it. And I'm saying to myself, "You're an idiot," but that's kind of funny. At that age, you can do stuff like that. I should not be doing that at 38, 40, Except 50, to John Ireland. something along those lines. But that's well, payback. That, that's payback. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a completely I'm different thing. John yeah, Ireland did it. Mason did it. Like we, the pranks are fun. I like Trav- your I like the cousin sleep prank because then you at least get to eat the cheese. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> Not like what? Bergman wasting good cream cheese in a deodorant canister. That's just get a little Philadelphia that's, cream cheese. Throw true. it in there. It's good. No, I, I, I they're stupid. 
whatever whatever the answer to do your boys do your boys do any fact they got they may do them to other people they don't do no not to you but it just in general they're doing it to their buddies uh michael doing stuff high school they're high school dummies or bobby's case a little bit older than that but they they do stupid stuff to each other yeah did you used to do it when you were in high school not even in high school none of that i hate them i'm on the same page trev yeah uh taylor Cap, I, I used to like pranks. I mean, in high school, I used to be a prankster, but not anymore. Yeah, not, I, feel like, I feel like I feel like middle school, high tomorrow. school. That's like the time. Yeah, do something to my office. Prank me, <laughs> please. All right. I think it's funny. Stink bomb. Uh, prank stink wars. bomb. Well, no, sp- stink bomb is a little too far. Okay. Because it smells. Oh, that's, bad. Well, then it smells bad, and, the, and everybody's gonna have to deal but with that. But it's funny. Good prank, you stink well, that's, bomb. That's, that's, that's the whole point, right? right? Yeah. Prank. It's funny to me. But no, if it's only that's not doing it to me. That's Put doing salmon it to in office. his file cabinet or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just have it sit there for a while. Put, but then put again, a stapler that's and jello. Everybody. Yeah, sta- sure. That's All right. funny. I got one more left for you guys. So I'm, I'm, you know, looking up at uh, the spring training games going off and. Uh, there's a lot of mascots that are there. So this is something that I have where I just don't know how to interact with mascots as an adult. I don't know what I'm supposed to do because it's just this a weird situation. Situation. So you don't know how to interact with mascots as an adult. Alan, Fetter Cap. Uh, fact. I do not. I don't think I knew how to interact with them when I was a kid, too. Like, I think I was scared of them. I didn't know it was the first Hello, time. Hello, like, your hand. Yeah, exactly. Like, I didn't know what to do back then. I don't know what to do now. Like, I wave, I this. I don't know. It's it's awkward all the way around. So, fact on that one. Trev? I'm with Al. Yeah. Uh, it, we, we had Bailey in here with the, yeah. the, the, the King's No idea mascot. what was going on. And we were radio. We've had Rampage in here on more than one occasion. Yeah. And... It's like, guys, what do you want me to do? And they, they brought him in, and they're like, they, be entertaining. They, I'm like, I, I don't, don't know what to do with talk. it. They don't talk. It's with very it. hard to interact with. Like your kids, you take a picture, it's you yeah. with the mascot. Sure. I get it. I, I like mascots to be around and pick, but to interact with them, it's yep. a question. I don't know what to, what to do with that. Bird? Oh, no, it's... Cap, I love hanging out with those guys. Bailey's you a lot of fun. You love mascots and you love pranks. <laughs> I don't you know why you're saying it like that. I don't know why you're saying it like that. It's because you're different. We're yes, allowed I to be am different. different yeah. No, but no. Rampage, <laughs> yeah, Rampage is a really cool mascot. We saw him at the combine last Saturday, and he was teaching us how to, you know, how to stretch and do a whole bunch of stuff. It's easy to interact with him. You don't have to talk with words. You can. Ha- you so know, that that time we were at SoFi and Rampage, Rampage was is there. Great. He was great, but again, I go back to this. I don't know what to do. Like, I, I don't have, you know what I mean? Like, what am I supposed to say? So what's, what's the latest with your taxes? Like, <laughs> well, I, I don't I don't know the conversation. How's the life? going to get 15 taxes. Sure. It's fun. You guys live in fear. And, and Taylor, to wrap us up? Why can't they talk? We should let them talk. Uh, Wouldn't that be creepy? But then it's going to be different voices for each person right. that's portraying. It's part of the, the job. I'd rather have them cartoon, talk. A cartoony voice. Well, so you'd, let, you'd rather be at Disneyland and hearing, you know, Spider-Man talk than hearing Mickey Mouse not say a word. Exactly. Correct. Yeah, like the Mary Poppins at Disneyland. She was nice. <laughs> oh, that's not really a man. Just saying, this is a mascot, not a math character. Where did that go? <laughs> She's a character. Well, you, you talked about Mickey Mouse at Disneyland. I was thinking about the ones I like. I like Mary Poppins. I like Mary Poppins. She Don't was very like nice. <laughs> she was. I'm sure she is very nice. Yeah, it's a long time ago. Probably, <laughs> you know, this was when the kids were young. A little bit different. All right, uh, Dodgers getting ready to play again today and. Baseball got something dead solid in the middle of the bullseye. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
loved it. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Don't forget that our inaugural Pickleball Madness Tournament is just around the corner. Slee will be making his Pickleball Tournament today, Yeah, as a matter of fact, in Pasadena. So if you are in and around, you should drive by every Pickleball 100%. court. Try to find out. Honk. So be out there with two, Greg? Yeah, I'll be out there. Berg's out there. Horry's out there. By the way, Ron Mitchell will say, hey, I heard you got, you're playing next Thursday. I'm like, yeah, Ron's in for next Thursday. Oh, so good. Got, yeah. Oh, excellent. So go. I'll be perfect. He's, I think yeah, he's, Ron's, a, he's Ron's, a regular. Runs. So that's Ron okay. came in as basically Trevor Hoffman during the softball he game, the game and closed us. it out. He won the game for us. Yeah. Ron, and, and, Ron was the MVP. By the way, AK says he's going to try. He thinks he's going to be able to make it, but he's not mm. positive. March 18th, 10 a.m., 4 p.m. That when That's when we're going to be doing our inaugural Pickleball Madness tournament at the Agape Pickleball Center. That is in Fountain Valley at Mile Square Park. Reserve seating is available. You can register at ESPNLA.com. The event, of course, is open to the public. You can come on and hang out with us, have a drink. There's a beer garden. There's a kid zone. There's a DJ. There's food. There's music. There's pickleball if you want to do that. There's a million things going on. You'll have a great time. There's TVs to watch all the college basketball. You will have a great time, I promise. So Come on out uh, and join us for that coming up March 18th in Fountain Valley. So I took an informal poll of all of us here. I, the only I, I was stayed. undecided. <laughs> you you yeah, abstained. I was, I was, yeah. you, you the abstained. only reason I stayed was to hear this story. Emily gave it a thumbs up. Taylor, I'm going to ask you because you made a, a pit stop during the, the break. Greg was uh, a firm thumbs up. Firm I, thumbs up. Emily's first story about the Kike Hernandez having an accident during a uh, baseball game reminded me of a time that I've had a similar situation. Should I tell the story or not? Yes. Thank you, Absolutely. Taylor. <laughs> so we won. We win. We uh, were on vacation in Avila Beach, me, my wife, and my three right children. Right San Luis Obispo. Right just south of San Luis Obispo. And there's a little course, Avila Beach Golf Course. is seen a concert on that course. Okay. Yeah. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. The hotel we're staying at is on the beach, and to walk to the golf course takes 15 minutes. It's not far. But you walk on this road that is basically barely wide enough for two cars to pass each other. There's not a lot of room. And it's the only way because it goes over a creek, so you have to go over this road. Early in the morning, I'm going to go play golf before everybody gets up. I'm going to get in a, you know, nine holes before, and then we'll go spend the day together. Put my golf bag over my shoulder. I start walking over. I'm over this, walking over this road, and all of a sudden... I'm in trouble. Like you need to that. go. It yeah. You need I'm to go. In, nothing you can do. I'm in trouble. I look back. I'm almost halfway between the golf course and where I started my walk. There's mm-hmm. no I can get to where I'm. You can't run to one or the other. It, I couldn't run a step, or I was dead meat. <laughs> right. So I'm on the side of this road, and on one side is a mountain that just goes straight up, and on the other side is the other part of the mountain that goes straight down. So you can't even like go. There's nowhere. Hide. There's nowhere to go. Okay. I leave my golf bag literally in the middle of the road. Again, it's barely wide enough for two cars to go by. I kind of sort of crawl down the downside of the mountain. (laughs) This is amazing. It happens. Okay? I have my golf towel. Thank goodness. (laughs) Did you actually like wow. instinctively yes. take the golf of, towel? Of course. Oh, of course. Okay. Now anybody that plays golf, golf towel, not great. No. Okay? No. I'm sure that's not, not been washed not, in quite some time. Not great. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. Yep. Now I have a decision to make. Do I go home and call it a day? <laughs> or do I continue on to the golf course? I continued on to the golf course. 
What did you do with the towel? Got left the towel, and it's still there as far as I know. It's still on the side <laughs> of the mountain. Biodegrading. Yeah. yeah exactly. uh, I get to the golf course. I go to the bathroom course. to try to clean up. And when I get in there, I'm like, yeah, this is going to work. <laughs> did you have to? And now I have to walk all the way back oh, home. Oh, bad decision. And it was... That's there. There are more sounds details amazing. that I'm leaving out. Of Did it. you go back amazing. and go play again that same day? <laughs> I, I was just. I, like, I'm I, go back, change, go no, back. I, th- play I think golf. God said, "You're done today." You're done. <laughs> I went home today, and the kid. Everybody, by the time I got home, people yeah. started to wake up. Let's go to the beach. I'm like, uh I'm gonna need 20. Uh, minutes. I'm gonna need a little bit of time to yeah, figure out what the time. rest of the day is gonna <laughs> look like. I need to take a shower. Need to relax. A it was bit. a lot. It yeah, was yeah. a lot. Runs. That's an odd choice to yep. start with. That was, well, that's, the, that's where you start. I actually didn't know if you were sh- going yeah. somewhere else. Let me start or, again. Yeah. Batting averages. Batting averages. <laughs> Batting averages and runs have both spiked noticeably in the early part of spring training. Okay. okay. Both are up by a significant amount. Nothing crazy, but they're way up. What are we, five days in or so? Something it's like, like that? 10 days. Spring training well, has yeah, been already? The game started on Saturday. Right. Yeah. But they... Yeah. According to all of the data that they're tracking, inner squads and all these things, guys are getting more hits. Okay, guys are getting scoring more runs. Mm-hmm. Game times are way down. Way yeah, down. So it looks like probably you're almost shaving close to a half, half hour. hour. Two and a yeah. half. Yeah, you're getting like a half hour is a lot. You've got more hits, more runners on in mm-hmm. less time. Isn't that exactly what we were trying to get done? That, that, that when baseball was dealing with the the shift and guy stepping out of the batter's box and guy stepping off the rubber. The whole problem was we have longer games where less happens. The The rule changes that they made, it's a bullseye. It's a 10 out of 10. More hits, more runs in less time. They got it. How, when's the last time we could say they got something exactly right? What if Baseball? I, Rob Manfred? Never. What if I told you I think the NBA is going to copy something from baseball? What? Which never happens, right? You know how baseball started doing the extra innings? Have somebody oh, on the second. Ending? Yeah, you, you hear about this? Eric Pincus was reporting this in Bleacher Report. That the target score? Target score. Yeah. And the only reason why I bring that up is because the NBA, here's the NBA, right? And a lot of it, it feels like the NBA, we're going to try things. Some of them might work. Some of them won't. Baseball is the opposite. We're not going to try things. We're not going to know whether it works or it doesn't. Here's baseball all of a sudden trying something different. And to have some of that kind of positive, nobody, nobody is going to say what you just referenced to. You're going to play a game faster. There's going to be more action. You're going to have less time to take your eyes off of what's happening. And a half hour is going to get shaved off that clock, more offense, the whole thing. It actually is a, is a, is a compliment to a sport that in the last couple of years feels like, guys, I know this is the way it used to be. Moving forward, let's stop with this. This is the way it used to be. When you were describing that, Slee, it's funny. Like The idea of... I got to see this. I can't leave my seat because another pitch is going to be thrown. There's already guys on base. Like the before, if you go to a Dodger game, yeah, it's not usually game, associated. It's with like baseball. I can go get a beer whenever I want. 100%. I don't care if there's ten people in line. I'm not going to miss anything. Mm-hmm. Now I, it feels like I, I, I got to pick my spot to go do this because I might miss something. That's the whole point. That's, that's basketball and football. Yeah, you're gonna you're, yes. you are going to miss mm-hmm. something because now when guys get on base, which you're already saying there's going to be more guys on base, they're going to be stealing bases. They're going to be you're trying, there's going to be rundowns. There's going to be pickles. There's going to be a whole bunch of things that you wouldn't have seen over the last ten years, fifteen years. That is now going to it's be exciting. There. It's going to be so much yeah, better. Yeah, it's exciting. By the way, the Elam ending doesn't make any sense for for basketball to do this because it's five minutes. It's not 
taking this massive amount of time. No, in but overtime. it ends the game. Right? And, and, and what's more exciting? Double overtime. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it gets I mean, rid of I get all it, that it, stuff. But it happens so rarely. It does. But but just overtime. just it, it's five it, minutes. You're right. It's five minutes. But it actually makes it more exciting. I'm telling you. Whether and I don't know what what score they're going to have. We were talking about this in the pre. Michael and John. I don't know if they're going to do. Hey, first one to ten. For I don't know if you reset the score at zero zero and it's first one. Whatever it is. It's all the same. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Kind of cool. I'm it. in. I don't hate it. It's fine. I, just, I mean, it's five minutes. I don't need. I don't need it to be changed. What, the personally. number should be, by the way, if we're kind of, you know, it's a good number. That's that's not pick bad. a ball. I yep. was going to say the same. I was going to say seven. Mm-hmm. That you so could, it might could be a little low, but it could be. That's my whole point. Yeah. It could be over in as quickly as three possessions. It could be over in three. I actually, you think miss it, three. You miss. I get. I lay up. Game over. I actually think it will be. 11 or 7. Yeah, se- 11, 7. I think 11 is the right number. number. But 11, let, so 11 you, is a lot of points in overtime, just so you know points. it is. It's it it is a lot of points Which in is overtime. Which why 5 minutes is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, like even 7, if 7 is still, if 7 is 4 less than the 11. And, and the if argument. You, that's a lot. The argument I was trying to make it was. Potentially 7 less than that. Because yeah. if it's 7 to 6, that's 13. Or I'm assuming you'd have to win by 2. Whatever yeah. it is. But sure. if both teams are near 11, that's 20 points. That's. A decent amount of points to have to happen. And the argument was less whether the NBA That's should do point. it, but I feel like the NBA is taking a page of a concept that right. baseball started in extra innings. Right, which which is, and I'm glad that it's staying in baseball where the runner starts on second. That is, I've I actually enjoyed it. I want to watch it now more often. It's more better. runs, more hits, less time, more action, more action, more action. Yep, yep. it's it. You know, we we hammer people for getting stuff wrong. They got this exactly right, and it, it you know it's one of those things too. Don't be afraid to try something. Mm-hmm. Look, this could have been a disaster in an alternate universe, right? Then get rid of it. Yep. Go back to the – just you don't have to – oh, you know, what about what Jody Manager did? Who gives a damn? Well, can I give you can – I, can I give you <laughs> – That was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, There's there's been too much of that in baseball, but I, I agree. Anyways, it, it's heading in the right direction. More Lakers, more Anthony Davis, and more Kyrie? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.